Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And we're up and we're live. Hello, Anna. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You look beautiful. Thank you. You do too. As always, every day I'm like, what's she going to wear today? I love it. It's my fave. <laughs> Smoke and mirrors, girl. Smoke and uh, mirrors. <laughs> um, I'm sorry about yesterday. Uh, some technical issues. I'm so glad that we get to chat today because I was so freaking excited. I actually want to bring Sarah on early because I think she's just, I just finished, I like, I'm a bit weepy and just emotional. I just finished reading over her bio again, just kind of like, ah, it's just a lot of feels, a lot of feels, a lot, a lot of feels. Listen, I worked with her at the hospital uh, that I worked with in the emergency department, and she's amazing. She's an amazing person in general, but you know, when she started her weight loss journey, she was very public um, on Instagram and on Facebook, on her social media. And I was struggling with my own weight, you know, my own weight for so long yeah. and just watching, oh, I just have shivers. Like she, she is my inspiration. Like all the people that are like, Oh, Anna, you know, I resonate with her story and stuff. I love that. It makes me feel so happy, but she is that person for me. Yeah, you know wow. what I mean? Wow. She was the one who got me and, and I'm going to be honest, she had bariatric surgery, which she'll talk to you about. Yeah. Um, and even at that point, because we didn't know you yet, Gina, I was even considering bariatric surgery because she was so successful and so public. And so like, she lost a lot with that, you know? Yeah. Um, and then when I, when I joined, you know, this program and then I started kind of working on my journey like everything just kind of flipped. It's funny because it just all flipped. Like this whole story is so intertwined together. Actually, me and Sarah haven't even really talked about it. So it'll be really interesting to hear actually like her whole perspective, but yeah. she knows how I feel about her with her inspiring me. She's like, she's unbelievable. Please do bring her on early. She's wonderful. Yeah. And I just, um, I resonated with like that, you know, with so much of it as well, you know, wondering what's going on. Am I just being phoned? Like all of that. And I didn't follow through with bariatric, obviously I'm here now and do this, but I've worked with a lot of clients who have had it. And it really, it really has factored into the development of the living method in that people can lose weight fast, but that mental part of it, working through your issues and your associations you've attached in and around food, like that mind body connection and all of that, it's just like that has played a massive role in the development of this program as well. And I learned a lot of that through working with people who had bariatric surgery, like they, they lost the weight and they were having so such a hard time. It just wasn't what they thought it was going to be. And that mental piece was really missing for them. And it's almost like they had to do the whole program, not even just for the sake, the sake of solidifying their weight, which is really beneficial for them, but just to be able to handle the whole mental part of it, you know, it's, it's play. I can't even tell you what a big, but a, but a big factor factor that is played in uh in just creating the program itself so i just i cannot wait but first we have to talk about week eight um so we're back to the feeding metabolism um how are people feeling where are people at so uh, yeah i've been thinking about this actually just you know in the group so obviously there's we always you know have to keep rooting on those people who are really just doing all the things, getting things done, seeing that scale move, seeing those non-scale victories, you know, like really getting motivated by them. We have to recognize that there is more, more of that than anything else, of course. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I do think that there is the self-sabotage pose came out in the right moment, right? Oh, yeah. uh, but the good thing is, is like, yes, there's self-sabotage. I mean, I've experienced, I'm sure you've experienced it. Yeah. We've all experienced it yeah. and we, we have to understand it. But there's something really special now. There is this influx of members really vocalizing that and like recognizing that they're not doing all the things, you know, mm -hmm. and then they're like reflecting and they're like, oh, like I thought this whole time that I was doing the things and now I finally reassessed and now I'm growing and that's all being vocalized in the group right now. And it's just yeah. this amazing moment because 
really like at the end of the day, we just have to be real with ourselves. Like uh-huh. we're here. I mean, you, you always say like, don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at my team, you know, stuff like that. It's true. We're just trying to help you, like help you through, like trying yeah. to try to answer your questions so that you can kind of go through. But at the end, it's your journey, you know, and you've yeah. got to be real with yourself, you know? And if you're sitting there and you're like, I'm doing all the things, everything's 10 out of 10, everything's amazing. You know, it's not, it's not true. It can't be true. It can't be true because you can't and you're missing it. out. You're missing out on the opportunity. And you know, you and I, so Anna is the one who suggested that book, Atomic Habits. Honestly, I, I, I just, it just, I haven't even started to get through it, but that concept of just improving by 1% in all the areas, improving your sleep by 1% and, you know, improving your mind, body connection, improve, improving everything by just by exercising, just improve it 1%. It just can make such a huge massive difference and I'm thinking about that all the time and it's no disrespect for people working hard it's just like really you're doing all of the things like I'm never doing all the things you're never doing all the things like nobody's ever really doing all the things you know but I found that the conversation is deep man especially in the lives last couple days I like I know I'm in a pretty serious place right now too with myself but it's just on a whole other level like we always talk about how the questions seem to get more complicated because our members are more knowledgeable and it's like they're passing down the information to new people coming in and I don't know the conversations that we're having but there's some real real deep reflection going on and I don't know if it has to do with the end of day reflection post and then people are really kind of resonating with that but man the 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 conversation is so deep and self-reflective and everyone wants accountability right like oh I want to be you know I want to be accountable I want to sign up with you and work with you I feel more accountable like I, I I don't I don't when I took on personal clients if someone said that to me I would not touch them as a personal client I'm like I'm not responsible because all I heard is I need someone else to be responsible for me and I'm like that's not me but being accountable to yourself and really like seeing yourself and where you're at being honest this shit's hard man it's really difficult, especially when you, when you're do you really feel like you're doing your best and you're working hard and you're working against those belief systems. Self-reflection is tough. It's tough, but people are crushing that. I find this week. I am just blown away by the amount of self-reflection that's going on. Honestly, it might like you saying that end of the day reflection. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course that totally makes sense, but that's why that's happening, you know, but most of these things that I'm talking to you about is really, I haven't even seen them in the reflections. The reflections yeah. are amazing, yeah. but that's kind of your own space, you know, it like yeah. you yeah. your own space. Uh, but even in the other, in the other posts and stuff, I'm really seeing people self-reflect, which really excites me because yeah, these programs have been evolving and changing, but you know, the, the, at the end, it's you at the end, it's yes. you and you, you have to make those changes for yourself, you know? And if you're, if you're not self-reflecting and actually being honest with yourself, you're not going to be as successful as you want to be, you know, yes. um, just because you want it, it's like the whole thing, right? Just because you want it doesn't mean you're going to get it. You got to work you got to work for it. And that whole 1% thing is huge because that's like how, you know, think about me at the beginning of all this, before the finances, before the smoking, before all that, like it, it felt like Everest, man. Like like Everest, you know, I was just like, there's just no way. That's why I went on for so long. You know, I was like, I can't do this. It's way too much. I can't handle it. But it really was, it was one step at a time. And that's like really my tagline. When I talk to people who are sabotaging or having a hard time, it's really just one day at a time, self-reflection, progress over perfection, all these different things that are just kind of thrown out there, but they're so serious when it comes to this journey. You know, you really got to take those words and really like hold them deep to your heart and just really self-reflect on, am I doing the things? Is there something that I could be doing more? You know, I, I think I lied to myself for the last two groups that thinking that, oh, I'm doing all the things I'm doing all the things. Oh, it could be just this, or it could be just this, like, you know, situational change, whatever it's, you know, I was lying to myself too. I'm, I'm not, you know, bashing anybody for doing that. That's something that's so innately in us, but yeah. it is time to kind of like step away from that, mm. read that self-sabotage post, step yeah. away from that and, and recognize what you're doing and then try to change it one step at a time. 1% at a time, like we said, right? Yeah. And you know, it's a lot that we're doing here too. I think also the why is my weight up post came at a, a timely time. So many people talking about their weight is up this with this, I'm feeding the metabolism and weight is up. And I'm like, mm, there's so many reasons why your weight can be up. Why are people specifically attaching it to feeding the metabolism? And I know why, because they're eating more and they're back to, well, eating more has my weight up. It has me gaining. And I'm just like, what? No, what? 
no, like you're not actually going to gain weight, you know, by actually being the metabolism. People still dealing with the feels of that, still being terrified to eat more, eat more often, which is not normal, by the way, you guys, it's not, it's not normal. It's definitely a means to an end. We're going to totally phase you off that. And I know if you're new to the program, like you don't know what's coming, but this is just really one tweak. We're going to do it for, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then we're going to move it along to where there are a higher protein fat rebound tweaks. So and, and you know what, you're not eating, you're not eating more. If you're eating more, you're not doing feeding the metabolism. Okay. So yeah. I just need to throw it out there. You're not eating Good more. Point. You're, you're eating to satisfaction. Still, you're just splitting your meals and you're eating more often. That's yeah. what you need to kind of get into your head. It's not, you're eating more. It just seems like you're eating more. And if yeah. you are yeah. actually eating more, you need to go back to satisfaction and go back to those four questions and go back to reflecting with every meal and snack. Speaking of that, what's the chatter on that with the people going back to eating dissatisfaction again? What's, what are people saying about that? I think people are pretty, I think we've, we've talked about the four questions a lot. Yeah. Um, I think, I think those who are really following the information and following the program are willing to go back. Just yeah. like I said, there's so much self-reflection and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not seeing a huge, massive like issue there speaking of people following are you noticing a big influx of people coming who clearly have been away forever huge amount yeah. actually huge amount and it's funny because you say it all the time and i was like i'm like yeah i see it like a couple this time I, like i'm saying i've really jumped into the group and i've really like taken a look at everything that's going on and yeah there's a lot of people who are like hey yeah like tell me this what do you think and you're like wow you haven't read anything at all so you're like going through the whole program trying to answer their question right because they really just, it's I would, summer. Rather, it's I would summer. rather them say just like, Hey, you know, I've been off. Yeah. I have not even, yeah. I didn't have the capacity to do this. You don't even have to give yeah. me an excuse. Yeah. Where do I start? This is yeah. really overwhelming. And then we'll sit there and we'll be like, okay, start here. This is how you go. Rather than being like, Oh um, yeah. So there's this question that I have, but it's really like something that's totally like you, we know that you don't, no you yeah know I mean? and and I've given I've given obviously I'm, I'm trying to like pass down my trade secrets to Anna I've done this a lot and now Anna's you know managing the group so I'm trying to give her a heads up and, and what you know what's going on with this what's going on like an influx of people who are frustrated I'm so frustrated I'm so confused and then I swear like nine people out of ten this week so many I click on their profile and it's legit the first question that they've asked and I know what's happening so the nice weather comes, people forgot about the weight loss program that they were doing, or they pop back in, they see what's happening, because this is the time where people start to post results and what's happening, and they want in. But honestly, you guys, you guys are like big flashing lights. You might as well just say, haven't been around. And we know this, but you have to know that we are just so stinking happy that you're back, but it would be really helpful if you're just honest with us in letting us know where you're at. You know, we are, we're helpful to, we are so happy to provide all the information and link all the posts and tell you how to like get up to speed and do all the things that you need. But we spend so much of our time guessing on people or, you know, like trying to negate their frustration when this, the program is, it's not that it didn't work for you and you're confused. You've just never been here. Like, you know what I mean? I mean and if we are here to help you so please 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 reach out just be real honest let us know where you're at no one's gonna say like where have you been why are you not following like and the reason why is because it's so normal for people to take time off for whatever reason so if you're watching this and you're someone who's back in please don't feel ways about it we're really just happy to help you but please help yeah. us help you and help us make our job easier by just letting us know where you're at because yeah I've noticed that too and I'm like oh I wonder if Anna's noticed that Oh my goodness. This round specifically, I did notice. And actually I've been noticing a lot of people because I think because the weather's coming out, the world's open, you know, all these different things that we haven't really had for a really yeah. long time. Um, I think that, you know, everybody has plans. I had plans. I totally get it. You know? Um, so, you know, people are coming, like coming off plan, like getting off plan, whatever that means, whether it's because of travel or because, you know, like their friends are coming to visit or yeah. whatever, you know, sickness, it could be anything. Yeah. Um, but I did notice recently that there's a bit of a resistance to going back to where you're, um, like where, where you left off. Like, yeah. so our advice will always be like, okay, yeah, do what you got to do and then come back and, and start back where you left off, go through 91 days of the program. Right. Um, and then, you know, there is a little bit of resistance to the point where people are like, well, I want to keep following, you know, going forward and moving forward. And, and we just got to, you know, 
we, I, I don't want to go back. You know, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be whatever. But the whole thing is that if you keep going forward, you're not benefiting yourself at all. You know what I mean? Like your benefit is to go back and just play those dates out again, you know? Um, yeah. And I think what like, I think what they're really saying is I want, no, I want to jump in and have the results where the people are having the results. And what you don't realize, unfortunately, is they got those results by showing up and you don't, you should give a rat's ass about where everybody else is. And if that's their response, they haven't been paying attention straight up. I say this with love because we say all the time, it's normal to be working behind in the program, pick up where you left off. We're here. We're happy to answer your questions. And if anything, it gives you the advantage if you're working behind the group, because you see everything come in, you, you see that the, the stuff that people are dealing with the questions, all, like these conversations, like if you're, if you're back previous weeks, you're going to have an opportunity to watch this segment, like, or already watch it today, watch it now in knowing that you're, it's coming up for you. So you were already getting so much insight. So when the time comes and you're at week eight, you, you're already accumulating all this information. So I just get that. And some people will be like, well, if I don't do that, I won't be motivated. I'm like, you ain't going to last. You're not going to follow through and finish if that's your motivation, like that you got to be where everybody else is. Like the program is systematic and obviously not watching and reading over those science posts. Like if, you, if you're keeping up those science posts, they really do talk about the importance of what we're doing, why we're doing it. And, and it's not about rules and, and doing us wanting to do what, you know, we want you to do. It's about what's going to work best for you. You know, that's the thing. It's going to be what's works best for you. But uh, yeah, I, I can see that. That I think that's tied to people wanting to jump in and, and get the results where, where they're at, you know, start where a, people are it's seeing. It's such a disservice because it's like you're, you're missing out such a big chunk, you know, like they're yeah. every day leads to the next leads yeah, to the yeah. next, you know, that's the whole thing, right? It's like trying to build wind. It's like trying to put in windows when you have no walls or yeah. trying to build a roof putting on your roof when you have no walls. Like you, you have to do it, you have to build that house systematically. It's like you wanna paint it, but you don't have any walls yet. You know, like you can't yeah. add your door, but there's no walls. Like that's the thing, you know, you have to, week, one week leads into the next, leads into the next. And I know we wanna keep up, but it's your own individual weight loss journey at the end of the day, you know? I get it, I do get it, I get it, I get it. But honestly, we're, we're here all about what's gonna help you get the best results at the end of the program. And that even if the program ends, what's, and you might not be finished, you're going to get achieve those better results by following the program proper so at the end of the program by following it no matter where you are wherever you're at you're going to achieve the best results possible that way yes. yeah what else what else what, what else are people dealing with uh, that's my notes that's, that's it. it i'll take it i'll take my it. notes yeah i went through i went through a little bit honestly i just i i am seeing a lot of success i am seeing a lot of people ask a lot of questions yeah, honestly lately it's been way more intentions and reflections which has been so nice because it just gives it gives us confidence that we're giving the right information that people are really comfortable uh with moving forward they just need a place to kind of said hello sorry yeah yeah you're there you, you, you kind of it gives us confidence to what it, it gives us like the team confidence that you're getting the correct information right yeah. Yeah. Am I still, am I still, you're good. I see Tony's fiddling with our, our internet. So you must be good. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I just, I, it gives us confidence that we're giving the right information because people are really using the group more for intentions and reflection. Although yeah. we are always welcome to answer questions. There's a whole team of people literally waiting to answer your questions. Yes. So please don't be shy to answer or ask any questions, the simplest to the most complicated. I'm, it's all good. But yes. it is really nice to see that people are pretty comfortable where we're at, you know? Yeah, our team wants to work. They want, and they want to get paid. And so they need questions so they can do their, do their job. They love, they love so many of our team. It feels good to help people, honestly, in the journey. So you're never bothering us. I always like to show, you know, of course, we're, you know, this is the end of the program, but these are all the science posts and recipes. My goodness. I Let's saw you doing that the other day. And I'm like, half of those are science posts. They are. And so this is so weird. We have, Let's revisit exercise. Let's revisit. I got to get to get those exercises going. Let's revisit alcohol. Week eight, you know, this is where we're at week eight, like a lot of what we're doing in the, in the last few weeks, we got more than a few weeks of the program on um, the back end is just review, 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 review. That's why we're like reviewing, like, let's revisit the, the water. Let's revisit the scale. Let's revisit the why is my weight up. It's just showing up and doing what you need to do. And then working the tweaks each week and maximize your efforts. That's it. The hard part is all this, man. That's the hard part. That's the whole yes. part. We're fast all that. We're fast all that. We're fast all that.
now okay. it's the momentum. Now it's the stuff where you're going to start really seeing changes. You know, all that work that you've done for the, I am just so excited for everybody because it's all like when this, at this point of the program, I told you guys that uh, week nine was my favorite because I saw the most movement. And I really do believe it was from, uh, because of the feeding the metabolism tweak the week before, you know, cause yeah, it's always yeah. like you're playing forward. Right. Yeah. Um, but this was an exciting time, you know, like really like this is the time where like things, everything comes together, even yes. like knowledge, the, the food that like everything starts being your plan now, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you're hitting that threshold too, right? Especially a lot of you have broken down bodies and they take more time than others. You are dealing with health issues. They're not going to stop you from reaching your goal, but it's just like, you're kind of building yourself up, building yourself up. And all the things that you were doing are really starting to add up. And then you just hit that, that point where your body's like, okay, I've spent enough time on all of this. I am ready to focus on fat loss, right? This is that kind of that you put that time in. This is that moment that really starts to happen. Woo, okay. Yeah, it's like that. It's like that example in Atomic Habits where, yeah. uh, uh, well, it's the tectonic plates too, but there's one about bamboo where it's like, it takes weeks and weeks and weeks and you don't see any of the stock of bamboo. And then within like a few days, it like grows up to like a million feet or whatever. It's a terrible like reiteration of, the, of what actually they said, but you know what I mean, right? Like it's all that work under the yeah. soil that's being done. That's what we just like, yes. done, you know, and now we're yes. ready to like fly up, you know? Yeah. And that's why it's all coming together. Cause you've done that work and you just get to that point where everything just clicks and it's just go time. It's this go time, you know, um, you cut out there for a little bit, but we got the gist of you. Let's Perfect. bring in Sarah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's bring her in. Are you ready? Do we have anything else to say about week eight? The no, feeding metabolism part is tomorrow. I was just going to say, before we bring in Sarah, we're about to split up meals and snacks. Any words to wisdom on that? Listen, it's just like downsizing. You, if you like, if you feel like you didn't do it well the first round, do it now this round. You have your second chance, get it done, right? Like you, you really want to reflect on your last round of feeding the metabolism, yeah. see where you could really have improved. Like, oh, I did that weekend, but you know what? I could have split that snack when I went here or done whatever, you know, when I went here. Reflect on that and now put it to use this week. This is your second chance. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Love it. Love it. All right, let's bring her on. You're a little foggy too. I'm not sure what the internet connection is. I don't know if it's mine or yours. Oh, yeah. Tony, can you help us? Anything? Yeah, now it's frozen. Are you there? Yeah, I'm now I'm here. Yeah, I'm not sure whose internet connection it is, mine or yours. I don't know. Is Tony's there? gonna. Tony. Hello. Hello. Oh my goodness! Wow. Hi. Wow. Hi. I love the hearing a little bit. I love the haircut. Oh, I love short oh, hair. I used to have my hair short like that. I love a good ha short haircut. Oh, thank you. You look beautiful. You dressed up for us, did you? Well, hey, I mean, you gave me a reason two days in a row to actually shower, put makeup on, and clothes. So <laughs> I have you to thank. I'm so sorry about yesterday, but I'm oh, so glad fine. you could join us today. No big deal. So there's no your big. pops. These are your pops sorry. you talk about in your bio. He's very, very attached at the hip here, clearly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So welcome. Welcome. Thank and thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited about the opportunity. Um, kind of just to share everything that I've been through and not because, you know, I want to like put it out there and 
show the world what I've been through. But honestly speaking, had somebody shared their story that was similar to my story at the time, it totally yeah. would have, I, I don't know that it would have changed my mind. However, yeah. I definitely know that it probably would have sat with me a little bit. Yeah, resonate on some level. And, yeah. and Anna, we were talking about you before you jumped on and, and Anna said, you've always been really vocal about your weight loss journey. Like, why were you, re, why were you so driven to do that? Uh, Cause I didn't want people talking shit about me. So yeah. why not just kind of put it out there? And uh, you know, I, I've been, you know, a big girl my entire life. I was always bigger than all my friends. I was bigger as a small child. I think my mom shared with me uh, the other day when we were talking about it, that you know, a doctor had asked her at three if she was interested in putting me on a diet. Like, and I look back at pictures and I was like, you know, at what point does a kid go from cute and chubby to like, oh, you know, she really could stand to lose a few pounds. So like, I think it's just been all my life. And I got really good at just being the big girl and getting in and making my weight the not the focus of everybody's attention. So I was the funny girl and the girl who's really good at her job. And, you know, I made the made it seem like I wasn't the big girl when, you know, duh, but yeah. yeah, So when I decided, you know, I was quiet about the decision and quiet about the, um, you know, the decision to go ahead with bariatric surgery and like, don't get me wrong. I had tried a million times before I was a gym rat before I had lost probably at my most was like around 90, 98 pounds or so on my own. And then of course, you know, it comes back tenfold after that when, you know, life takes over and, and honestly, the, the gym lifestyle was exhausting. You have no time for anything. So, um, I was quite about my decision to go ahead with bariatric surgery. And I actually had a fairly close relationship with one of the surgeons at our hospital who had a private clinic. Um, and I kind of just did my own research behind the scenes as I always do. And, um, then I did decide to go ahead with it because, you know, at 340 pounds, you feel like the end game is so unattainable and like you've done it all. So like, really at the end of the day, this is the next step for me. And you know, had this program been available to me, then I think, I I mean, I don't know that I wouldn't have decided to go ahead. It's really hard to say how much weight I would have been able to lose. However, I was so physically uncomfortable, you know, aside from the fact of being like mentally and emotionally not comfortable, physically uncomfortable doing my job, which I took pride in and was really good at. And that was like the dagger in my heart was like, I cannot physically stand beside a patient's bed and provide care without being in pain. So I was like, I got to do something and it has to be something like I can do now. So I did, it was incredibly difficult. It was a very, very, very hard thing to go through. Not, not in terms of pain control or anything like that, but it was like, holy cow, I couldn't eat anything. The prep was insane. Like it is, there's a stigma out there associated with bariatric surgery, whether it's, um, you know, actual like a bypass versus I had gastric sleeves. They actually remove the fundus of your stomach, which, and then you're left with like basically a hot dog sized stomach. Yeah. So, you know, it was a lot, it was a lot of prep. It was a lot of, um, not being able to eat. I probably wasn't eating nutritional foods afterwards because you couldn't, I couldn't eat. Um, you know, and I wasn't really able to do bread or red meat for quite some time. And I just figured, you know what, I'm going to be loud and proud about what I did, because honestly speaking, not one person in this entire world or in mostly in my workplace at the time, or my friends know what it's like to walk around in this body. No. So they're going to come up with their own stories. So why don't I just put the truth out there? And I really wasn't shamed shameful about it to be honest um it was my own personal journey and my my family supported me and really at the end of the day my friends supported me so that's really all that mattered at the time but it just it it gave no opportunity for people to create their own sort of dialogue about what Sarah was doing I hear that I hear that um it's uh it's very foreign. It's a foreign thing to do. People think it's the easy route. And I, I love the fact that you're sharing that because I think so many people in the back of their mind is like, well, I'll just get liposuction. I'll just get bariatric surgery. I'll just do this and I'll do that. In the meanwhile, they're just putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And they look at those things as such a quick fix. 
like oh, such yeah. a quick fix and they're not a quick fix and it's not without putting just as much work into that kind of process just cut off right oh yeah you're putting into this process almost even more so as opposed to connecting with yourself um so not an easy thing to do not an easy oh. thing to do i mean i was very successful i think i lost about uh 138 ish pounds mm -hmm. um after that but again it wasn't without like you know closer to maybe the eight month mark after surgery i i again hit the gym because i figured you know I make sure I sweat my back off, you know, in the gym and work out like a crazy person. I'm going to, you know, propel myself forward even more. Yes. So, you know, I was working 12 hour day shifts at the hospital and I packed my gym stuff. I dressed in the bathroom and I had to headed to the gym after work for two hours and got home and basically showered and went to bed. Like I literally had no life. I was in the gym or at work. Um, they were two things that I got really good at doing work and I was really good at my job. And I became very good at being that person at the gym, you know? And I mean, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed working out and I enjoyed the, you know, the benefits of how your body changes, but I wasn't getting the number um, in terms of my weight loss that I was hoping for, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, and I don't think I ever got below about 193 pounds and, and yeah. who's to say that's not where I should have been. I don't know, but, um, it wasn't sustainable. It was not a sustainable lifestyle. Um, but my body's definitely changed. And, um, I think that that's where I decided, you know, I needed to pursue some sort of plastic surgery, mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, obviously after 340 pounds, now you're in the high one hundreds, your body doesn't look sexy per yeah. se, you know? Yeah. So, um, so that's what I did. I went and I had, uh, an extended tummy tuck, which makes the scar go all the way around to your backside. Um, and I also had my breasts augmented and again, holy cow, uh, the hardest thing I've ever done physically, like pain, holy cow was insane. Yeah. Um, I didn't sleep in bed for four weeks. Like I slept on the couch sitting up for four weeks. It was unbearable. Wow. Uh, you know, as a grown up, my mom had to bathe me because I just couldn't move, you know, yeah. but it was horrible. In hindsight, I really do wish that I had either somebody had approached me to say, you know, have you really looked into what it is that's caused you to gain all that weight back then or anything like that to kind of just give me that idea that there's there was more to my weight gain or more than the weight I was carrying than just it being weight gain, you know, but I had been told all my life, well, my dad's a big guy. So, you know, you're just a big girl. That's that. Yeah. Um, so plastic surgery was definitely gave me the results I was hoping for. I've never in my life had a flat stomach ever. I never was able to see the tops of my thighs without holding my belly away, you know? So I definitely, I definitely saw the results I was hoping for. Yeah. I was not prepared for the results that were to come if I had to gain weight. Yeah. And so did you, so the one thing I, and I've worked with quite a few people who've had the bariatric and I don't know if you were listening and I was saying to Anna, so much of the mental part of the program is really based on that. Um, because I found that when I work with people who had lost the weight, there was this massive disconnect. It's almost like they didn't believe they lost the weight. They weren't associating with the person that they are now. It almost caused them a lot of stress and distress because they, they didn't recognize themselves. They'd lost the weight. They lost it fast. And my thing is they hadn't gone through the process. They hadn't worked through the issues. They didn't do any of that kind of work, you know, and they had a really hard time. Like they loved the physical results, but were all, almost kind of mentally tortured mentally about it and felt really foreign in their bodies because of the whole experience, because they didn't like, who am I like what do I do now and also like you're very defining like you know talking about having a weight issue when you're three you know and then dealing with that your entire life is defining right it's very defining of who you are and then also like traumatic experiences I read your bio and about your sister like uh, when I work with people I'll ask them like was there any like traumatic moments in your life that you know kind of like propelled that next level and that's where your weight really started to skyrocket from there there's always those moments you know there's always whether it's unresolved or whatever it is and especially if you've used food to cope right and so you got a lot of like whammies going on with your with your journey and a lot of big stuff to 
to work through. And, and it just that you not, it, it doesn't provide you the opportunity to work through them. And that's why I love that you're here now. I love that you're oh. here now. Yeah. I mean, honestly speaking, aside from the weight loss, like as, as of today, I'm down 47 pounds since January. So that's amazing. I didn't expect that at all. Um, however, that aside, which is yay, the mental state that I'm in currently and the, um, the fire that's under me to like make me better is yeah. bar none. You yeah. like, I'm reading a book. I don't read like I'm <laughs> reading Gabby Bernstein's happy days. I don't read, but like, and I was like, I'm sorry, who the hell is this person? I'm <laughs> buying a book, but here we are. Yeah. Do you know that her book, it's going to be part of my new favorite things. If it her book. is stunning. It is an, anyways, I think everyone should read it. It's just, yeah, I don't know. You, you woke something in me. So thank you. Yeah. Well, I personally, I love her, but if there's something about like, I, you know, my last book was around Mel Robbins, the high five and all of that, but let's get deeper on a deeper level. You know, people working through some serious trauma that's related to how they got to be sure. where they are and who they are. And especially with this process, you, you must notice this ready for it. So you must be just getting slammed in the face with all the feels left, right, and center, obviously doing the work and showing up. It's crazy. The first program, it was overwhelming. I was yeah. like, holy, like, I'm, I'm a little messed up is how I felt, to be honest, you know, like, but I was yeah. there for it. I was like, okay, you're messed up. I kind of knew that already, but like, I got a lot of things that I kind of need to sort through and like, you know, put them in the, in chronicle, chronological order in the file folder and decide what I need to like, kind of plow through first. And, you know, this program, I definitely have never in my life felt so like at ease and not nervous about the, um, like for instance, things move very quickly for me in the first program. My weight started to drop very quickly. That is not happening in this program. However, the other things are far overshadowing what is happening on my scale. And I just, it, I'm not worried. I know that I'm, you keep pushing forward and like eventually the end's coming. And really at the end of the day, who's, who's to say when the end is supposed to happen. I'm yeah. just gonna keep doing what I'm doing yeah. every day, pushing forward. If I mess up a little, okay, pull up your socks and you don't mess up tomorrow. But like, honestly speaking, this has been the best thing that has ever happened to me. The easiest, I'll use quotes there, easiest thing that's ever, that I've ever had to do to try and lose weight. I, I'm a, I'm a rule follower by just who I am. And I mean, you've given me the tools. I'm going to do what you're telling me to do. And so far, so good. Like so far it's, it's following all of the things you say it's supposed to. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I love how <laughs> how you say it's the easiest. Look what you've been through, man. Look what you've been yeah, through. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe in hindsight, like maybe in comparison to everything else, sure. Yeah. Um, but I feel like slightly, if I think about it, I'm kind of bummed. Like, why the hell did nobody introduce uh -huh. this to me when I was 20? Like, 20 year old. Yeah. You know, me who maybe still had a lot of life ahead of her not to mess herself up so much would have really benefited from me from this, you know, and yeah. I went to my doctor for a physical not long ago and not because not I knew I was unhealthy or anything, but like just time and she was like, wow, what have you done? And I was like, that and she's like, oh, I got to learn about this. And I was like, I'm going to give you the website. And, and she was like totally game for it. But she was also the one I went to when I was looking for bariatric surgery. And she was yeah. like, oh, I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's a good idea. And I was just like, well, screw you, lady. I'm going to go on about my business and figure it out on my, my own. And, you know, I wasn't offered any alternative. So I was like, well, you know, if I can drill this into your head and you can offer to, this to the next person that walks in your office yeah. looking for help, then yeah, I've done my job. Yeah. yeah. How's, uh, how's your relationship? How's this uh, journey been with your relationships with the people around you? Interesting. Um, and, and honestly speaking, not because anyone's done anything to me or said anything, but like even before when I did lose a lot of weight, you know, people, they're weird yeah. and you know, and you just, the things people say, isn't generally ever about you. It's usually yes. about how they're feeling about themselves in that moment. Um, you know, when Anna first started the program, a friend of ours was telling me about it because her and Anna were very close. And, and I was like, well, okay, you know, 
whatever. I'll listen to Anna. Well, when I see her, I'll talk to her about it. And, you know, and just some of the things that this person would say was a little like boo boo on the program. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know. But then, you know, the more I think about it, the more I was like, well, cause she doesn't want to do the work now that I'm here, I'm saying like, yeah. cause she didn't want to do the work or it was too hard or too inconvenient. Yeah. It was like, okay, well, whatever. So then when Anna, when I saw Anna and I was like, wow, this girl's like bleeding Gina Livy. Like <laughs> she is like Gina Livy for president. She was like your biggest <laughs> fan. And I was like, okay. Still and, am. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. And, and like, I'm yours. I'm yours. And like, she had been doing it for some time and she looked amazing. And I think in, in the background, I was kind of just waiting to see her not succeed at it anymore before I decided if it was something I was interested in. Right. Like, yeah, fair enough. And then that wasn't happening. So I was like, okay, let me look into this. And like, it, it's crazy, but like people are weird. And as we evolve in this program, in anything that we're doing, your relationships evolve. And it's yeah. not because anybody's done anything to you or vice versa. It's just, you've outgrown the relationship or you've outgrown what that person was to you in the moment that you were really close. And yeah. I really think that we need to be comfortable with that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe call me bitchy. I don't know. Hey, I, I feel the same. I feel the same. I think people come and go. And I think people are so resistant to change because that's the kind of stuff that happens. And I think we're here to learn and evolve and to make change and have new experience. I love what you said in your, in your bio, your little story about Anna. And mm -hmm. it wasn't even her weight that she had lost. You Not know? at all. Not at all. Because I'm pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure you can also say that you were really good at being the funny girl. Oh yeah. Fancy humor, like to the nines, you know, loud and proud. And we were funny and that's, and that's who we were, right? We worked hard. We were awesome at our jobs. I can relate hundred percent. We were the, right. we were like that. So like yeah. now, I mean, I'm still pretty funny yeah. and I'm, I'm still pretty, well, I don't work at the hospital anymore, but I'm still pretty kick ass at my job. Yeah. But like, it isn't because I'm trying to overshadow my physical appearance mm. to me hit, hit home huge. I was like, huh. And I actually like will leave my house in clothes that I would never in my life have thought to put on my body before yeah. because I was like, you know, wearing big things to try and hide the pieces of my body I hated and that I didn't want people to notice when like really people notice anyway. Yeah. So like, you know, but now it's like, I'm wearing short t-shirts and I'm wearing things that are fitted to my body. And it's like, I don't even recognize myself. I'm like, who are you? But so at the end of the day, you know, if people have comment, people have comment. Yeah. That's, that's really, I don't know. That's it, kind of just who I am, to be honest. I don't really let other people's opinions of me bother me too much because it usually is, is something they're dealing with on their own. Yeah. It's never really about me for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Do you have advice for people? Cause a lot of people are, they're like, you know, the, we brought up the sabotage post today, part two, and it's really, cause it's reaching people, people reaching their goals can really freak them out. Yeah. Um, you know, and they're not sure they're going to get there and then dealing, you know, they're just not sure they're going to get there and then dealing with the things that people have to say along the way. Like what's you've made, you've been through this, you know, what's you, you what's your advice to people who are dealing with that? Oh, I don't know if maybe my way is the right way, but I'm okay, <laughs> I'm okay with like cutting fat. I'm a-okay with it, you know, like, and, and not in the literal way. I'm like, if, if the people in my life who are bringing negative energy to me and I'm not in a place for negative energy at the moment, yeah, I am okay. Either creating some sort of boundary, um, that works for both of us in terms of like not hurting anyone's feelings yeah. or, just cut it completely. You really yeah. do have to evaluate how important that person is in your life and what's, what, you know, what purpose they serve at the time. It's probably different purpose than they served previous to you. Yeah. Now, I mean, um, so I think you just have to be okay being selfish for a minute. And, and that goes for relationships and goes for everything really. Like it's so corny and cliche to say, but like, unless you really do have you at the forefront of everything mm. everyone else suffers mm. so I think I think just be okay being selfish and be okay creating boundaries how did you uh how did you you must have had a lot of people's opinions how did you handle people's opinions on what you're doing not doing all of that I did I do remember people telling me I needed to stop losing weight you're looking really sick yeah and it was like in the moment I was like, are you kidding me? I'm still 200 pounds. Like, yeah, get off it. Yeah. 
but I don't know. I just kind of just didn't really listen to how it, how, what other people were saying, you know, the one friend, the one really good friend of mine who was the only person in the world to actually say to me, you know, Sarah, like he never, he never at all even referenced my weight, but he didn't say, you know, like, I'm really concerned about your health. And that was at my largest weight. And he was, he did mention something to me when I was getting thinner and along the process about how, you know, proud he was of me and all of this, but he did mention to me once about, you know, oh, I think you should slow down. And it was like, I just was honest. I just said, listen, this isn't about how everybody else thinks I should look or feel. This is about how I feel and I'm not ready to slow down. And I mean, truthfully speaking it, but like, I think everybody just really needed to give their head a shake. Of course, I lost weight very quickly. I had surgical intervention. It wasn't like your typical, you know, diet. So yeah, everything happened very quickly. And to see somebody go from 340 pounds to 200 pounds, like, sure, I look different. I don't know about that. Yeah. (laughs) No. Uh Uh-oh. No, we're back. Oh, there. Yeah. I feel like you have really good things to say every time that happens. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I was going to say the thing about Sarah is like, that really inspires me. It wasn't even just the weight loss journey part of it. That could be maybe what you think that it is, but it's really the the confidence in it all. Like me and you, Sarah, we saw each other a couple of times, right? Like as you were going through your journey, but I obviously saw everything on social media and I would bring it up like full on I'd be like oh my god tell me more what's going on how's it going you know whatever and the one thing that really resonated with me and really inspired me was the confidence was always the confidence in yourself and maybe that that came from like a darker place back then because you're kind of trying to have confidence in, in this big body that you're not super comfortable in but like you were always consistent with that. You know, you were always consistent with the fact that like, I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing it for anybody else. You know, like, this is my thing. Like it is what it is, you know, and like, say what you want to say, or don't say what you want to say, but I'm going to do this for me. And like, that's so, so inspiring, you know, like insanely really. Did you feel that? Or were you just, were you just overcompensating and making it up and just keeping yourself going? No, I did. I, I felt that in, in the way of like, I'm definitely doing this for me, but I do think that there's some merit in what you're saying in terms of the fact that I was loud and proud about it. I documented my bariatric surgery, um, weight loss on social media. I documented, I showed the videos of my, um, tummy tuck surgery on Instagram. And a lot of that was because I was trying to quiet the noise of everybody who doesn't have any knowledge of what all of that was. I was just trying to quiet them and trying to basically you know, shut them up before you start talking shit. Here's the real story. Now everybody knows. Owning it, owning it. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I wasn't shameful about it either, but at the same time, like, you know, just, it's just human nature. People want to talk shit about things they don't know about. So you're also a really great storyteller. I, I, I follow you on socials and I'm always inspired by your posts. And even I'm learning things about your posts, you know, <laughs> um, let's talk about people are going to want to know. So you've lost, how much weight have you lost doing the living method? 47 pounds. And how is it different than any other diet that you've, you've done before? Bariatric oh. aside, because obviously, but yeah. other, any other diet. I'm eating. Um, which I wasn't doing. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was eating, but I wasn't eating like I'm eating now, you know, now I'm making a conscious effort of like, Oh, you know, is that probably the best lunch I could have? No, let me throw in some beets or whatever. I don't know. You know, like I'm just, and honestly speaking, I had, I'm a nurse. Like, how did we not know this? You know? And, and I know Anna probably feels the same way. Like, how did we not know if you don't give your body the fuel, of course, your body's going to go into holy shit mode and be like, well, we're going to just store every single piece of thing you do eat going yeah. forward. So I felt a little bamboozled in the beginning. I was kind of like, whoa, like this is so simple. Yeah. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot of research. Like I tried to find it right. There wasn't like when I go back 20 years ago, there wasn't a lot. Remember we had libraries, right? We didn't have the internet. We had libraries. We had to go through journals and stuff like that. And, and, and I think now there is more and more, but people are still stuck on the calories in versus calories out. And they keep studying the same old shit, which we know it's like, why won't they listen to us? Why won't, why would, why won't the mental community listen to us when you get to a certain age or you've done so many diets, you just, you eat less, you exercise more. It just, 
doesn't work. Like, how about you sit a bunch of fucking middle-aged middle women in a fucking group and ask us if calories in versus calories out works? They, yeah. they don't do that. They're, they're, you do know what I mean? That's, there's just, there's, oh my God, let me, sorry, let me just. <laughs> I was, that's that's our style. That's I our was style. Doing it. <laughs> You, you got your whole story has got me so wound up you're so sorry so back so back to how it's different yeah back to how it's yeah it's, it's just it really is just getting um you know listening to my stomach not so much what it is my my mind wants mm. in the moment but it's like you know in the beginning it was mind-blowing to me that I really didn't have any concept of what feeling satisfied was yes so yeah. I was walking around feeling disgusting and full prior, like stuffed. It, I didn't feel satisfied. Well, I'll use the term satisfied loosely prior to doing this program. And unless my jeans were digging into my stomach and I was uncomfortable, yeah. which is like, really, that's kind of disgusting when you think yeah. about it, but like that's well, even, and even bariatric because you get full and stuffed because you can barely eat anything. Yeah. So even then you're eating to feel full and stuffed because that's yeah. how you feel. Even if you eat the littlest thing. Well, and because the surgery I had, they actually removed the portion of the stomach that houses the stomach's brain. So that releases the ghrelin, which is the hormone to signify hunger. Yeah. So you don't really ever even feel hungry in the beginning. Now that does come back eventually, but I mean, so you're just eating to eat and not enjoying it, which is like, really at the end of the day, I don't want to live my life, not enjoying my food, no. No. you know? So it's crazy. This, this for sure has changed me now still a work in progress. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's definitely made me cognizant that there is a difference in how I was eating to how I am eating currently. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's mind blowing to me, to be honest. I like want to go out to every physician office hospital. I want to go to the schools and be like children, this is how you're supposed to eat nutritiously, you know? Cause like, honestly, that's, what's terrifying to me is like now my, I mean, both my parents worked. So, which wasn't the thing back then, you know, my you usually had a mom who stayed home with you, not to say that your, you know, nutrition was any better, but now every small kid's parents are working and nobody has time to spend the energy on providing nutritious foods for kids. And like, if they don't know when they're small, they're going to be me when they're 20, yeah. you know? So like, that's the thing is like, if we could just drill it into kids' heads or, you know, I don't know, have some sort of family planning something. I don't know. It just needs to be way bigger than it is, is what I'm yeah. saying. It, yeah. it really does like move down though. Like just speaking from my own personal experience For with sure. my kids, it's like, because we've changed our like habits and really like got an understanding and everything about how to eat and and what nutrition means and you know like how to give our bodies what we need we're very conscious of that and we're also very conscious of like we used to be like finish your plate finish your plate finish your yeah. plate you know yeah. and and now I'm so conscious of like hey you're full I mean like and always offering always you know what I mean like all those things all those tips that I learned for myself and what David learned for his self it all is translating to the kids which is amazing that's why I want just everybody to be on this right because I feel like there's just so much benefit in it way more than just weight loss right for sure for sure which is crazy because how many times were you told when you were little finish your plate finish your dinner or you can't have dessert so you freaking stuffed yourself silly and then you ate dessert when yeah. you probably didn't want either of them but you did yeah. it yeah you know, it's crazy and you think it's wrong but then you're a parent and you're like eat your dinner eat your <laughs> dinner and you're like why am I doing this I, I was like torturing like my parents were torturing me why am I doing that but it's almost like it's just what you're used to. That's what you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, that's sure. what you know. Um, I know people are going to ask, have you been exercising? I was hardcore since January. I have a Peloton. So I was, I, I mean, listen, I wasn't in the gym every day for two hours. I was riding my Peloton bike for 30 minutes. I walk frequently throughout the day because I have two dogs. And I mean, I was moving, yeah. I was moving my body, but I wasn't not like I used to. So you know, now that summer's here, I'm definitely out and about more often. So, you know, the exercise has taken a bit more of a backseat, but I do road cycle. So I try to do that once or twice a week um, when it's not freaking hellish hot outside. But um, <laughs> like, I think I'd melt if I went out there today. It'd be like, there's a puddle of Sarah somewhere around here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that movement is important. 
100%. Like I rode my Peloton today for 30 minutes on my lunch break. Didn't want to, but I certainly did it. And I felt like a million bucks afterwards. So do what you can do what you want. Uh, do something that sparks joy. Honestly speaking, there is no sense in exercising just to exercise, find something that you enjoy. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the hardest thing you found about the program? What's the hardest thing about it? Uh, getting my mind right about, you know, finding, figuring out what satisfaction is, uh, not pushing past that boundary. Yeah. Um, what else? It's honestly, it's been the mental portion of things. I can follow rules till the day I die. So the fact that I honestly, the the fact that I have like step-by-step instructions of what I'm supposed to be eating when got it. No problem. I you know did what a little with the back or with the personalizing the plan because I was like, oh my god, the rules—they're gone. They're gone. They're all there. It's all the rules. It's all yeah, the rules. Can we go back? But um, but I mean, it's all learning experience, and I'm totally here for it. I'm excited about it, and I think that that's all the the whole thing. That, that that's why we're here. We're learning. Yeah, that um, that follow the rules. That that's a thing where people can, and people who are really good at that, they follow the rules and do the. If you just do the program, it for the most part, most people you're sure. getting the results. Um, it's really just showing up. That's the hard thing. Getting out of your own way. That's a hard thing. But people who follow the rules really get it. But here's the thing: uh, in my experience, people that follow the rules get it. They lose their weight. Boom. And but then they have to learn all the other stuff because they weren't. They, they, it wasn't progress over perfection. They didn't have the thing. So then they didn't learn. And they, you know what I mean? It's like, it's almost more work at the end of the program once you've lost the weight because you're being so perfect about it along the way that mm-hmm. at some point it, you're going to have to deal with that part of it. You're going to have to deal for with sure. that part of it. Yeah. That sure. happened to me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sarah, but that, that's exactly me. Like I lost my weight, but it, I'm really still like working through my mental shit. Right. Like, yeah. I, I mean, like, and honestly, I think that's probably going to be the longest journey for, for myself. Anywho. Um, you know, I'm, I'm single. I have, I live by myself. I don't have anybody to influence me in my life currently. Um, you know, I, I don't have anybody at home to mess this up for me or, or to allow an opportunity for there to be some sort of deviance when it comes to the program right so it's really easy for me to just do what I'm supposed to do you know my mom's doing the plan as well and she's exactly the same like give her the rules and she's gonna run with it you know so I think we've been a little bit more lenient in this program and in the way of like I mean the weather's nicer so you know we'll go out for dinner or something if she comes to visit and and before you know we weren't indulging in having the piece of bread you know but I'm thinking well, I'm not going to never in my life moving forward, not have bread. No, I mean, I'm not going to eat the entire uh, little loaf that comes to the table. Yeah. We're going to have yeah. one piece and we're going to have our sangria and we're just going to live life. We're ordering a proper meal and we're taking what we don't eat home and we're not feeling bad about it, which I think is a big step forward for both of us. My mom was a chronic leave stuff on your plate kind of person and mm. probably not because she was full just because that's, it looked better. Yeah. You know, Oh my God, if she's watching, she's going to kill me. <laughs> but, um, for sure. yeah, I'm totally in trouble, but you know, that's the thing is like learning how to live with all of the things out there and just not going overboard basically, yeah. you know, yeah. like, I think that's the beauty of you doing the program again, because I think regardless of how much weight you have to lose. And this is why repeating the process for maintenance can be such a great idea because the first time it really is physical. And the second time it really is, especially if you don't have a lot of weight to lose that second mm-hmm. time around following, following and finishing. And you're be, almost being forced to work through that mental part, right? Like, yeah, it's, like I didn't understand it in the first program when you yeah. say constantly, you know, the, men, the the second program is such a mental game. And I'm thinking, oh, come on, this has been pretty mental. Yeah, but it's totally it. You you were not kidding, and like I don't even know how else you could have said it. Like yeah. when you get here in your second program or third or whatever program you are outside of your first, it really is just one day at a time. Yeah. Don't stress about it. Have honestly have zero expectations. This isn't gonna go the same way as your first program. Love so it. I've really been cognizant this program to not hold myself at some standard that is unattainable yeah. and just honestly, just do one day at a time. Yeah. Now I've lost 11.3 pounds in this program. I think last program at this point, I was up and around 20 something oh, so wow. much slower. However, I feel fantastic. Yeah. I mentally feel fantastic and yeah. physically, you know, like there's been so many other takeaways outside of, you know, 
the amazing weight loss. There's yeah. been so many other things that I've benefited from doing this program. And this second program, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm looking forward very much to moving forward with the program just to see what other stuff I can unravel, you know, oh, like, I love it. yeah. Yeah. It's, you um, you, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. I yes. think. Yeah. I think in order to accomplish anything in life, you need to be and to propel yourself and move forward. You have to have uncomfortable conversations. You have to feel uncomfortable. That's, that's, that's growth. I think so much happens when it comes to growth, when you're uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. But I do think that most people are finding themselves frustrated just from what I've sort of read from time to time in the, in the group is like feeling frustrated because they're they have an expectation of where they should be Mm -hmm. right now. And I think you really just need to get rid of that. If you're doing the work, everything is going to fall in place where it's supposed to, when it's supposed to. Like I've literally been at the same weight this entire week and middle of last week. Yeah. I'm not freaking out about it. Does it piss me off a little bit every morning? Yeah. yeah. However, yeah. I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. It's going to move. I've also never been this weight that I can remember. So yeah. I know that I'm probably sitting here for a minute and I just need to be comfortable sitting here for a minute. You know what? I love that you said that because there's a probably a lot of truth in that. I mean, I think that the universe is throwing at you everything you need to learn and things are happening perfectly, exactly the way they need to happen. That's the thing. And you're not wrong. Your body is going through another set point, you know, and it's reestablishing, like just holding your weight and eating and not gaining weight, not losing. Yeah. But you're learning so much from that, you know, that I can eat and my weight cannot move while I'm actively trying and I'm not gaining the weight back so much to be learned. I think in those moments. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Just don't, try not to rag on yourself. Like if yeah. you really are doing what you're supposed to do, just be, speak nicely to yourself. Like, honestly, I know that sounds so corny, but like your own words to yourself in your head speak so much louder than anybody else that for me anyways I mean I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to so like really at the end of the day you're you're the one listening to yourself that's what I said like so many times if we thought about it and we could take our another you and if there was someone standing beside us saying all the negative things to us that would not be acceptable at all that would be like verbal abuse half of us what we say punch them in the throat probably Like, <laughs> you'd be like mm, I don't think we're friends anymore yeah um I, we do we do have to get going I, I do want to talk um you've obviously given some amazing tips but how how do you feel with this feeding the metabolism tweak what's your experience with that uh I love to eat so I'm pretty down with it to be honest um you know but it, it I I think what I think it was Anna said it earlier like you're not eating more you're just eating more often. So I think that that's super important because I did find myself um, last week doing that, being like, I don't think I really wanted that. Uh, yeah. So I think it's just in the moment, just be present. Every meal, be very present. Um, you know, I know everybody hears it all the time. Ask yourself the four questions. And I mean, do I ask myself the four questions every, every meal? No, but I'm definitely, I do notice that I'm very more, in the moment when I'm eating than I've ever been in my life. So I will take that as a win and I'm working on the four questions, but like, I think just, just listen, just listen, take the moment. If you've got to come up with some sort of weird routine when you're eating, like if you've got to put your fork and knife down in between every bite, just in order to give yourself that moment of clarity and listen to your body, do what you got to do. I think somebody said last group, they were blindfolding themselves during something. And I was like, I mean, that's kind of genius, but I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'd make a mess probably, but, but I was like, Hey, listen, if that's working for that person, do you. That might've just the trend from that bird box. You know, that movie with Sandra Bullock, <laughs> but I have a cousin. I'll just tell you real quick. We went on vacation and they're always fun. And there's always jokes. And, we, and the, that movie had come out. And so he took the blindfold literally and like ate his whole meal like that, which <laughs> reminds me of that. Okay. So if someone, if someone's starting the program, And what would your number one advice be to them? If you could only tell them one thing, what would it be? Just dive in, Mm -hmm. dive in and give yourself a chance to be successful because it will happen. But like, if you're not, if you're not mentally there, when you're getting into the program, you're going to, you're going to friggin' slip yourself up the entire time. So I think you really need to make sure that this is something you really want and you really want now. And you, and honestly speaking, 
We've tried so hard for in our entire lives to lose weight. This is a fraction of that yeah. in terms of work. Yeah. This is a fraction. It's harder mentally. Yes. And it might take longer, but we really need to realize like those other ways weren't working. So yeah. we have to be comfortable with an uncomfortable process. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. Anna. I'm going to give you the final word. Final word on feeding the metabolism, just push through, push through. Like you're at this part that you've done so much work already. You know, this is the time to really just keep going, keep that momentum going. You know, I know that it's getting hot. I know that it's getting closer to the end of the group. I know that that's when a lot of people are like, okay, I've done so great. Now I'm kind of like being a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. Push through all the way to the end. Just like Sarah said, live the moment every day and just keep going forward because you are going to make those, you know, make those decisions that fall in line with your goals, you know, and if you don't know what those goals are, definitely reassess them. Yeah. Love that. Great conversation today, Sarah. I just want to say, if ever you want to switch careers, we're definitely looking to spread the word. If you want to like talk to doctors and go into schools, we are definitely heading that way. You know, we have Ruth Kane and our team at the University of Ottawa studying the program and process. We're just going to build on that more and more and more. So girl, we should talk. We should absolutely talk. So, well, you know how to find Anna. Anna knows how to find me. So (laughs) we always love someone who's got passion for the program. Um, Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, Thank you like so much for your continual sharing you you really share freely over on instagram i don't know if you're public or not or maybe okay. i just got in there yeah sarah's definitely worth a follow um what's your instagram handle i don't normally do this uh, but since 81 smiles and since- honestly anybody reach out to me i'm happy to like just even be an ear to listen to it or to listen to you if you have you just want somebody else to hear your shit yeah i'm down like i, like I said i'm inspired i'm inspired by you every day and we appreciate, appreciate you, you sharing your story with us today thanks lady have a great Thank lady you. thanks ladies <laughs> I, it's time for me to go to bed have a great rest of your night thanks everyone for watching thanks sarah thanks sarah Thank you bye guys bye i'm trying to end but we're not going anywhere oh Is this we're where it gets awkward yes <laughs> <laughs> okay i got it okay bye, bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.